everybody, and welcome back to Just For A Podcast, a high school musical, the musical, the series podcast hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. What you been up to? I spent the weekend in L.A. just doing some L.A. things and wedding shopping. Not for myself. (laughs) Not for myself. But yeah, that's pretty much it. We had dinner at my grandpa's for his birthday. And other than that, I have literally just been working. I've been binging to Jackson VP. I'm on the second season now. Mr. Robbie Amell. Ah, love of my life. I missed this show so much. I've been wanting to get it on a streaming service for a while. And it's on Paramount Plus. I'll watch it. I also need to... I only watched the first, like, two episodes of the new iCarly reboot. I need to I haven't started that one yet. That's what's next on my list. I don't... I honestly don't think it's that bad. I think it's fun. Yeah, I was gonna say, how is it so far? It's it's fun to me. I mean, as long as you go into it and remembering, like, the old iCarly and how it was... I think True Jackson VP was the only Nick show that I really kept up with. I watched the iCarly specials when they would have them. Mm-hmm. And if it was on here or there, I would watch it. But I think mainly I kept up with Teen Nick and Disney Channel. Yeah, definitely Disney Channel for me. But I did watch Victorious. Aired... Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that is one that I kept up with on a regular basis. And they aired True Jackson VP mainly on Teen Nick, so I think that's why I watched it so much. Makes sense. Cuz Teen Nick had Teen Nick had all the good ones. Teen Nick had Zoe 101. They would Oof. air Drake and Josh, True Jackson VP, Degrassi. Let's be honest, Teen Nick was just like the Degrassi channel. Yeah. Except <laughs> they were just a certain Degrassi. amount of time. <laughs> Airing Degrassi all the time. God, those were the days. So easy. Do you know? De- do you know Degrassi has its own Roku channel? Does it really? You can look up Degrassi: The Next Generation on just like the Roku streaming channels, and it's got its own channel. <laughs> that makes sense, though. <laughs> There's so much Degrassi. So much. So much Degrassi. Other than that, just been planning out things for our trip coming up. I'm very excited. Less than a month. See you soon, Maddie. (laughs) See you soon, Matt. Meet you in Disney. Guys, we're manifesting that Matt is going to be in Disney while we're there. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. I think if we put it out into the universe enough, it'll happen. Yeah. So... Everybody send a message out into the nether that Maddie Blue Eyes is going to be in Disneyland while we're there. (laughs) He will. He's going to listen to this right now and book the trip. He will be. All right. So what are we talking about this week, Lauren? We're talking about season two, episode nine, titled Spring Break. Also, sorry if my voice sounds funny, y'all. We're recording earlier than usual, so this might still sound like my mar- morning voice. <laughs> I feel like mine, too. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> do better with it. I know. I don't want to sound sick, because I'm not. It's just earlier. 
Yeah, we're not sick. (laughs) No, I have to get my hair done, and Lauren's got to work, so we're doing a little earlier. All right, so a synopsis of episode nine. The Wildcats are on spring break, but they aren't taking a break from thinking about the musical. Nini is feeling the pressure to put out new songs for her music channel. Carlos is on a tropical vacation, while Seb is back in the barn feeling jealous. Ricky visits his mom after not seeing her since opening night of High School Musical. When Gina finds herself stranded at the airport, a surprise run-in changes her mind about what she wants. Oh, ooh! First note: We get a, we finally get an EJ recap. That was what mine <laughs> says. EJ finally gets a recap. <laughs> he says, "Real happiness is." What does he say? Maybe real happiness is about something else. Yeah, and then it pans to Gina and the couch scene. So. We start the episode off with Miss Jen on Zoom, switching all of her backgrounds. The way she yells to Nini when she's in the space background. When Nini uses that too, when she's like, Nini, can you hear me? And she's like, yeah, all the way from space. And then, uh, oh my gosh, when Miss Jen goes so thankful for technology in these dark times. These dark times. And they're like spring break. Too soon, MJ. It it was weird to me that they tied in, like, a Zoom plotline without having a COVID storyline. Just because I feel like we all associate Zoom with COVID. I agree, but also I feel like Zooming over spring break makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do understand, because I remember seeing a lot of tweets of people just, like, not liking the fact that they did Zoom. Because you know how, like, it some was... people didn't like This Is Us or Grey's Anatomy because it's it was too reminiscent of COVID? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? They felt like this was like yeah. that. And I, I get that, too, but I think they did pretty well. I think, yeah, I think some shows pulled off using COVID... As a storyline better than others. Like, Grey's Anatomy made sense. It was a ho- It's a hospital show. Yeah. But then there was that movie that Anne Hathaway made about COVID and, like, robbing some company. And that was really bad. I feel like that was not done in good taste. No. <clears throat> it was like, you could tell it was done during COVID because there were no extras or anything in the movie. It was just like... yeah. You can only stare at the same two people for so long. Agreed. Until it starts to get boring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Carlos comes on. He tells Miss Jen, hola madrina. Uh, And we find out Seb stayed home because he's delivering a cow. And the cow's name is Milky White. (laughs) He's such a theater kid. (laughs) He, they called, he talked about Milky White in season one. Did he? I swear he did. Oh my gosh. Then I completely missed that in season one. Wait. Or am I just thinking of the fact that we covered Into the Woods? And Into the Woods? Annoying... <laughs> yeah. I was like, there was that annoying little kid. <laughs> my little kid. Did, <laughs> did that little kid remind you of Seb? No, I think I'm just <laughs> remembering the name now. I get it. I get it. 
So EJ and Ashlyn are watching the house while their parents are on vacation. Do they ever get to go on vacation with their parents? No, their parents are selfish. Literally, do they get to go anywhere with their rich-ass parents? It's literally just EJ and Ashlyn at home alone all the time. I love when they come in, though, and they're like, what's up? (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's a question I have. Why are EJ and Ashlyn and Courtney and Big Red on separate screens when they're together? Listen. Why don't you you just sit and watch the meeting on one... On one screen. They want to be the main character of their screen. (laughs) Like, Big Red's sitting in one section of the lobby, and Courtney's just sitting in a booth in a different section of the lobby. Like, you're together. Just sit together. Okay, but EJ and Ashlyn were worse, because EJ's in the frame, and then he just moves to the other chair, and he's right there. And then turns it off. Yeah. (laughs) I don't see the point in this. Especially when, yeah, that. Especially when EJ and Ashlyn started the call together. Mm -hmm. And then he moved so that he could join. I was dying when they were talking about streaming the old movies. And then they mentioned Scary Movie as a classic. Which was 2000. That was in the year 2000. It just reminded me of, like, Peter Parker. You know, when he always is like... <laughs> I watched this really, old, this movie, really old movie, Alien. Aliens, because he says it plural. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Jen's like, old? I know. Nini's like, oh, you're watching really old movies then. It's <laughs> She's like, you're watching old, old. <laughs> Jeez. That makes me feel like so old. So Gina logs on and she's at the airport... I thought Soph did a really good job acting here with, like, the people walking in the background and, like, she's trying to, like, not be too loud and looking over her shoulder. That was really good. I also think, like, she looks, I mean, obviously Soph looks so pretty all the time, but just here she looked extremely pretty to me. She looked really good. Yeah. She's so beautiful. I I know. Ugh. I envy the cast of this show. (laughs) Me too. I hate them. They're all pretty. So she's going to Louisiana. And she's trying to work her way past the gate agent. And... Okay. Is the feather duster in the movie and the play different names? Okay, so I think so... I swear it was Plumette in the original one, though. Because, yeah, because Sophie always says Babette. But I always thought it was Plumette. I did, too, unless we're both completely wrong. Let's go to Google. Beauty and the Beast Feather Duster. Because I always want to okay. know where she... Disney, Week- Disney Wiki is telling me Fifi. What? Okay, wait. So it's Marie in the comics, Babette in the musical, and House of Mouse. Oh my god, House of Mouse. Um, oh, and then Plumet in the live remake. Okay. I don't know what... Th- oh, Fifi in the original movie. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I definitely have never heard Fifi. This makes me think of that TikTok sound. The like, 
Which ninja turtle are you? <laughs> Fifi. We can't possibly all be Donatello. It is not mathematically possible. I feel like a bad um, fan a now. fake fan. Yeah. Anyways. So EJ calls Gina while she's at the airport. Basically just giving her some words of encouragement. You're going to make it there. You're Gina Porter. You're amazing. I'm in love with you. You don't need luck. He Stop. doesn't say that last part, but, you know. It's implied. It's it's there. <laughs> and then there is a little man's in the background just doing a TikTok dance in the airport, minding his own business. <laughs> Literally you. <laughs> when have I ever... I feel like it's something you would do. Just a TikTok in the middle of the airport? No, ma'am. I mean, oh my gosh, you totally would. I, like, when we were at Disney and you just started doing the dance, like. I did the Cheetah Girls dance in a very secluded area of Epcot that is different. No, people are definitely walking by. We had like two people walk past us. (laughs) I just feel like you would do it. I feel like you have the confidence. It was that little corner by the bathrooms that were shut down. Uh, that's true. Okay. So, in Chicago, we have Blonde Lynn. Throwing me off with the blonde. I know. Took me by surprise. When I saw the promo pictures last week of this episode, I literally thought they recast her. Me too. I didn't know who, the, who it was. I, it did not look like her. Um, and Ricky's room, I don't know if this is a guest room or if it's actually she has a designated room for Ricky in the apartment, but it's just, the walls are just decorated with different pictures of Chicago. Like, he's staying in an Airbnb. It looks straight out of Ikea. Yeah, there's just pictures of Chicago everywhere. I'm like, honey, you're in Chicago. He doesn't need the pictures of it on the wall. (laughs) He can can look out the window. (laughs) He does not need the photos. Um, he's burritoing he's, it up, though. Yeah, he's burritoing it up in this knitted blanket, looking all comfy cozy. Nini hit 15,000 followers, and she's going live on Insta, looking like every influencer ever. Like, oh, you want to have a... Oh, oh the, the comment went away. And, yeah. Uh, like, looking like every influencer ever. And then and she, like, then, brings up her notebook, but it's really empty, and then she ends the live. It's, like, less than two minutes. Once again, every influencer ever. Owen Joyner can relate. I stop. I was literally about to say that was Owen. Owen the other day going live just to yell at his dog and then, like, turning it off. Completely could have been an Instagram story, if anything. Literally. <laughs> um... <laughs> So Gina goes over to the little TikTok boy and calls out his dancing because he was making fun of her failed attempt to pass the gate agent with her French accent. And he's like, do I know you? You look familiar. And all this comes down to is the fact that it's an Andy Mac joke. Yeah. We got that little clip in the preview thinking that, like, she knew Jack at some point in the past. No, it was literally just an Andy Mac joke. Yeah. Jack's shirt is also giving me, like, Barney the Dinosaur vibes. Jack's shirt, to me, looks like something that Felix on 
Love Victor would wear, but you have not yet. I have not yet watched. You don't know what I'm talking about. Don't know who that is. Mom and I just finished season two again. Mom was frustrated with the ending. Is it renewed? I don't think yet. Oh, hopefully. I hope so. Yeah, so if you don't know, Asher and Soph were on Andy Mac together back in the years. So that was what his whole, you look familiar, was. It literally had nothing to do with this show. It was just a joke. <laughs> um, also, Ricky's bedroom in Chicago has open shelving on the walls, and I just don't know how I feel about open shelving in a bedroom. You don't like it? And it's, okay. It's not the fact that it's open shelving. It's the fact that it was open shelving, and it was shelving, like, too much decor. It wasn't shelving... Mm necessary things yeah it was like it looked like a necessary like house kitchen. decor yeah it looked like a kitchen with open shelving to me not a bedroom i was just losing it every time they would do a rough cut to ricky wrapped up in a blanket like i know it i know he's supposed to be sad but i just thought it was so funny <laughs> yeah so he's like pouring his heart out to his mom which he initially said he was fine and then just starts pouring his heart out and he's like apologizing and i'm like don't don't apologize for letting your feelings out sir you need to talk about this stuff i know i thought it was like so endearing how every time lynn would ask him if he wanted to talk about it he'd be like no but then like (laughs) spill his guts out yeah lynn also she brings him oh go she was not as bad in this episode it made me feel bad for calling her the devil 24-7. <laughs> You're not the only one that did. But she, bring, she brings him plantains and cream cheese, which is very weird, as Ricky said. I love how, yeah, he's like, weird snack, and she just goes, weird kid. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, I, I liked her a lot better in this episode. So, Gina is at the airport looking for a granola bar. She is hungry, and she does not have one in her bag, so Jack has a plan to sneak her into one of the sky lounges so that she can get some food. Mm-hmm. Nini decides to take off her necklace, which, like, why why was she still wearing it at this point? I know, I get but I did. I did shoes. love her little memory box. Yeah, she was really holding on there. Still wearing that. I feel like I would too, honestly, though. So, Jack and Gina start like play arguing, and Gina is crying. And I literally think the funniest thing is when she's like, "Our dad's taking off on his flight to Peru," and then Jack's like, "Paris," and she's like, "Paris." Paris. <laughs> Did you notice that she used the yes and during the... No. Yeah. But that makes so much sense. Yeah, I love that little detail. And then freaking Jack bring up holding Grandma's Pomeranian for ransom. (laughs) Like, where where did that come from? Where did this come from? (laughs) That's so So, random. So the Sky Miles lounge guy lets her in, and she just immediately stops crying, which... At I'm like, how, how did Jack get in? At least keep it up for a little bit. Jack probably had a pass because his dad is a pilot. 
Oh, duh. You're right. So everybody hops back on the Zoom because we find out that North High is dropping a... Oh, no, this is just when Courtney's telling Nene. Courtney and Nene are talking, and she says that North High is dropping a diss video. The the term diss video. (laughs) Please. This is high school theater. It's so funny, though. Just sometimes, like, the conversation like this one brings me back to remember that they are just high school kids. (laughs) Like, high school theater kids. (laughs) And... So Nini's asking how Courtney knows this information, and she's like, are you still talking to Howie? And I love Courtney doing this breaking up. Yeah, she was like, Howie's talking to me. <laughs> when she's like, oh no, I think that that... And then I went to the... And she's literally oh, Nini, I'm, I'm... Say, saying the static. She's like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny. Dude, that Courtney... Every time just solidifies the fact that she's my favorite character. <laughs> so funny. And so at the airport, Gina and Jack are going to play true, Two Truths and a Lie. I was going to say True Truths. <laughs> two Truths and a Lie. Jack's... Oh my god. Before they do, though, Jack goes, I never lie, except when I do. And I was like, why was that a necessary line? <laughs> like, that was unnecessary. It made no sense. Uh, but this is when we find out that Gina has never been kissed. And that she has a brother. And that she has an older brother, which, remember, Tim and Jordan Fisher had that tweet exchange, and a lot mm-hmm. of people were saying Jordan Fisher, Gina's older brother. So, manifesting that. Literally, please, Tim. Please. And... So Gina's, like, talking about how she doesn't normally open up to people like this. It's easier to open up to people in airports because you know you're never going to see them again. I wrote the same thing. I was like, it is so easy for me to spill my guts to a stranger. Like, when I do conventions or something. Because I'm mm-hmm. not going to see these people again. Like, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. tell you my whole life story. Yeah. Or just even, like, us going to that amusement park with the water park. Like... I am not the most secure person when it comes to wearing a bathing suit in front of people I know, but, like, we're at a water park where I am never going to see any of these people again, so I'm just like, nah. Yeah, so who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Also, people are hotter in airports. Oh, yeah. hmm I saw, like, ten I, last night when I was at the airport. Yeah. When I know I'm never going to see someone again, it, like, makes them more attractive. Hence, um, Period. Thomas from Epcot... In twenty uh, oh Thomas, twenty sixteen. What was the yeah. haunted mansion guy from last trip? What's his name? Cody. Was it Cody? I think. Yeah, shout out Cody. Yeah, there was a man working at Memento Mori, and he talked to me quite a bit, and it was making me blush. Good times. <laughs> You were, like, gazing off into the distance as you were saying that. I was trying to think about what he looked like. I oh, my God, you don't, don't even remember. remember what he looks like. I remember Thomas, though. Oh, good old Thomas. Y'all, Thomas was working the um, the London booth at Epcot, the London um, tea shop. And he was very attractive. 
Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to find um, the Disneyland counterpart to Thomas. Oof, I hope so. So Gina takes off her jacket and we see that she's wearing the Duke shirt. And then, uh, and then Jack is like, is that your boyfriend's? And she says, not that I know of. Ooh. Which is not a no. It's not a no, but it's not a she, yes. She just said, I don't know what we're on, what we are right now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So Ricky tells Lynn, he just comes out point blank and says, my friends think that what you did on opening night was really crappy. And I was like, your friends? But see, I like that they did. I don't know. I just love the way they portrayed Ricky talking to Lynn. Like, I feel yeah. like that's some that's something a kid would say because they don't want to be straight up about it. Yeah. And when she's just like, OK, and he's like, actually, it's not OK. Yeah. OK, wait. So is Todd in her life still or not? Because I can't tell. That's what I want to know. I think I wrote that down somewhere. I was like, so is she still with Todd or did they break up? Because she uses the the word was when she's talking to Ricky. And then at the end, I mean, spoiler alert, when when she's like almost crying outside the door, I'm like, is she crying because of Mike? Because she feels the same way. Yeah. Yeah, about Mike or is it Todd? So I couldn't tell. Yeah, so that was literally the next note that I wrote was just like, are she and Todd still together? And then Lynn is blaming herself for Ricky hating change. And just the fact that, like, she can acknowledge that what she did has a lot to do with how he's feeling is good. Yeah, yeah it. I wrote, baby, she's not the devil anymore. And then she, she actually she did do suggests well. that he goes to a therapist. And I'm like, thank you, Lynn. That's yeah. what he needs. Or that he should, and he should just, like, do something to mm-hmm. get him out of his funk. And then we get Seblos bickering. Because apparently Carlos is posting pictures with some random guys in Mexico. And Seb's not feeling too happy about it. And Big Red goes, wait, are you guys fighting? Which is the best line. <laughs> Big Red gets so excited. He gets all up in the camera and he's like, wait, are you guys fighting? <laughs> Show me. And um, so North High posts their diss video. And they're talking about how East High is slacking off. And then they just show a screenshot of Nini's Instagram. And I'm like, how is her Instagram that she's, like, trying to build a career? How is that slacking off? How is her reaching 15K not work? I know. I was literally just going to say, Lily, I don't see you with 15K. Like, I understand the carlo selfie on the by the pool or like freaking ej and ashlyn with the sock puppets and stuff but ej and ashlyn i don't even get because it's literally just two like cousins together yeah let them let them clean their house or whatever they're doing (laughs) literally they're cleaning out old toys let ej play with his sock puppets and so they want to come up with a way to retaliate so Ashlyn and Nini are going to write a song, and when Nini FaceTimes Ashlyn, and EJ's just in the back with the with the doll, and he's like, "Hi, Nini." Hi, Nini. <laughs> it's so cute. I hate it. He's precious, and I love this healthy ex relationship they have. Oh yeah, they're it's not nice. weird about it. <clears throat> each 
Which I know. Is, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, so Ash and Nini are going to write a song together. As I said before, this is when we find out Jack's dad is a pilot. That's why he knows so much about airports and why he's so used to being in them. Um, did Gina cut the hoodie off of EJ's Duke hoodie, or was it just a sweatshirt? Oh, I, I can't remember. But it's not a hoodie when she's wearing it. It's a crew neck. I thought it was a hoodie, and I was like, I don't know if he gave that to you, girly. Like, he covered you up with it, but I don't know if you had permission to go snip-snipping on the hood. <laughs> now I need to rewatch because I can't remember if it was a hoodie or not. Either way, it's cut. Like, even if it was a crew neck, she cut the neck wider. Oh, did she? Yeah. I mean... It's going to be hers soon. It's going to be hers now. But uh, Alondra raised a good point. Alondra said the costume department did that so that you couldn't see the hood sticking out of her jacket and people would know that she was wearing it. Ah. Uh, that makes Even sense. Even though we had people in our DMs saying that well, cause she you was could wearing see, it. You could see there's like a peak of blue right here on her wrist. Um, with the jacket. Yeah. There's like someone sent a screenshot where I saw that. So Gina's going to be doing the choreo for Ashlyn and Nini's song. And then Ashlyn and Nini, once they finally write their respective verses and chorus, um, I love as soon as Nini calls Ashlyn, Ashlyn just goes, my hero. (laughs) (laughs) Ashlyn is like the most precious bean. They're adorable. I love their friendship, Nini and Ashlyn. I I was I just so happy to see them back. Yeah. Yeah, because we haven't gotten a lot of them since, like, wondering. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, Ricky's got some text messages at home, and I will read through Please, some of these. Please, because it's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, so we've got Big Red saying, hey, bro, we missed you. Where were you? Ashlyn said, just wanted to check in and see if you were all right, smiley face. And she made all right two words. Is that correct? Um, I think so, because I do that sometimes, too. Okay, I thought all right was like one word with one L. I think that's just an abbreviation of all right. Like what Ashlyn put. Yeah. Miss Jen says, hi, Ricky, are you doing okay? We're just wondering where, and then I'm going to assume it says you were. No. Carlos says, Ricky, Broadway is calling. Can you answer? (laughs) (laughs) And EJ says, someone was worried about you and told me to message you. (laughs) And I've seen a lot of people speculating, like, I've seen some people say it was Gina. I've seen Mm -hmm. some people say it was Nini. Some people have said it's just... EJ being sarcastic he, and talking I feel like about himself. That, he's like, I don't want to pretend like I care, but let me just text him because I do. But I saw a comment that was so funny on a TikTok where they were discussing these text messages. And someone said, the accuracy of Miss Jen not having a photo to her name is the funniest thing. <laughs> Every other person had a picture I of Miss Jen's was just MJ. I noticed that Carlos is the only one with, like... With an initial, the, the last initial, initial. for the last name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Big Red sends a video that they all made that he edited. 
And this is when we get the song, You Ain't Seen Nothing. The way that I yelped when Matt simply turned that lamp on. Oh my god. His painted nails. His tank. He just painted nails. Seb's gloves. Seb's gloves. I love the work besties with Court and Big Red. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah. Also, Julia killed, like, these notes. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so obvious, though, that this song was made for TikTok. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a TikTok. this is clearly because Disney Plus saw the success within, like, Never Have I Ever and Julie and the Phantoms both having songs with TikTok dances that people actually did. And we know this based on the fact that the cast are really trying to get people to do the dance right now. I would do it. I can't do that, like, arm thingy, whatever this was that they did. I'm I don't gonna, know how that works. I I think... Oh, did I just do it? <laughs> did Wait, did I just do it? <laughs> Whoa, look Is at me. Like, Is that working? I'm literally... Is yeah, you're doing it. Yeah, you're doing it. I don't know. <laughs> I, unless we're not doing it. Unless we're looking really stupid right now, if you all can see us. But, but yeah, I, I mean, even I wanted to learn it. So, over at the airport, Gina and Jack are cute. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Oh, they're period. cute. Like, this whole this whole airport thing is so rom-com, like, fanfic to me. I think it's so cute. It It is really cute. But Gina's going to go home for the night because her mom doesn't want her to spend the night in the airport. And I, okay, first of all, I really thought that Jack and Gina were going to kiss here. And I uh, was not mad about it. Yeah, she tells him that he's cute. He tells her that she's cute. Uh, She posts that she's going home. And he, okay, he gets all, uh, like... (laughs) Jack is all de pepe, like I guess I'm never gonna see you again. Uh, yeah, Aww. just just give give her your number. Yeah, I know. Like it's not okay <laughs> in t- in today's day and age. Like it is easy to keep in contact with people. Yeah, just give her your phone number. I know, true that. So this man literally offers to kiss her. Yeah, he is willing. Let me be honest, if I was in her position, if I was at the airport with, like, a cute guy offering to take my first kiss away, I would have done it. Same. He is cute. Here. Little, little Missy Gina Porter. Little Missy Gina Porter, I love you with my whole heart, but I don't want to listen to you, sophomore in college. Tell me, I never had my first kiss. <laughs> I'm almost 22, and I still never have, and at this point, it's embarrassing. So if I had some cute boy when I was a sophomore offering to kiss me, I would have just done it and got it out of the way. Okay, but I don't think you should be embarrassed. I don't think that... But I am. That's just some, like... Yeah, what, just how you feel. Yeah. You also said she was a sophomore in college. She's a sophomore in high school. Oh, sophomore in high school. (laughs) 
Well, if I was a sophomore in college and somebody was offering to take it away, I would have done it too. <laughs> okay, but Gina is totally me posting. She was definitely posting that on Instagram for one specific Hoping person to see it. Yeah. Someone and, would see it. Yeah. And that is me sometimes. Yeah. She was like heading home, sad face. <laughs> sad, have to take have to pay for an Uber, sad face. <laughs> She's like, definitely hope no one gets here before my Uber. Yeah. (laughs) She literally left the conversation with Jack to post that. She was like, let me, let me give, let me give him ample time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, he offers to kiss her and she's basically like, yeah, I'm just waiting for the right guy to come around. The right guy that's going to stay around. Maybe he gives her his number with, with, on the paper plane. That'd be cute. Maybe. I just think it would be stupid for them to, like, obviously like each other and have spent this, like, cute day together and then, like, in today's day and age, not communicate with each other past this point in any way. No Instagram or, like, TikTok, obviously. The fact that Jack was, like, dancing for a TikTok. Yeah. Just something. Maybe she'll pull a... She'll post... On TikTok and be like, TikTok, help me find this man. <laughs> you know how people do that? <laughs> yeah. It could have been easily done, though, with him just giving her his number. So this is when we get Josh's number. Let you go. It could last forever. And I hope you find better. I can't forget us. Can't pretend we ain't broken. It was good together. Now I've gotta let you go. I'm picking up pieces left and right. Now that our hearts are both untied, it'll take time. It'll take time. No one can say we. I just think he sounds so amazing on these types of songs. Like, it just suits really his voice like so well. I really like this song. Yeah. I'm glad they gave him a song in his range. Yeah. And the lyrics are just so sad. I know he didn't write them, but, like, just with the path, his relationship was so sad. Dude, I would have been Lynn, just, like, slowly crying outside of the door. <laughs> yeah. And when as he's, my like... my son is pouring his heart out in this song. I love how... Like, he sounds when he's like, hey, mom, do you want to hear something? Yeah. I would be so happy as a mom. So at the airport, Gina's getting ready to go out to her Uber. And we see that EJ came to the airport. I was shook when I first saw it. The way I screamed. Yeah. The way I screamed. Like, we all knew it was going to happen, but still. The, just the uh, way he is, when he sees her, he literally lights up. Yeah, he sees her coming down the escalator, and he just gets this goofy smile. She makes him so happy. And and the way she smiles, too, when she sees him. I can't. Oh, my God. They're precious. But the icing on top of the cake, on top of the fact that he came to the airport, he says he brought her a granola bar, which is exactly what she was looking for earlier. I know. And then... He's like, I'll take you back in the morning. 
Like yeah, he's so going to have two, two car rides together. And the way that he takes her bags and we'll... It's so sad, though, because the bar is so low. But that was just, like, <laughs> the best. Like, I loved that little detail. Ugh. I... I when he whipped out the granola bar, which was exactly what she was looking for earlier mm-hmm. in the episode, I was just like, how does he know her so well? Like, they're not I even know. in a relationship at this point. And you could, he could, he could have brought anything for a snack. He yeah. could have said, hey, I brought one of those little tiny cartons of goldfish for you. He could have said, hey, I, I brought you a banana. Mm-hmm. Or an, a no. He brought the one thing she thought she packed yep. before. Ugh. Pain. Mm. Also, though, the bar is so low <laughs> for us it to really be. It <sighs> I don't eat granola bars, but I would eat a granola bar if Maddie Blue Eyes brought it for me. Oh, I was also having um, a very reminiscent breakdown you had the other day, or last week, about... Maddie, well, Maddie Blue Eyes is real, but about EJ not being real, mm-hmm. I had the same breakdown this He's week. He's the freaking perfect man! Like, I, know. I don't... I don't... Oh, my God. Like, dis... Okay. Dismissing, like, what he did in season one with the phone thing, like... Like, season two EJ Caswell is the perfect man. Yeah, season two. His character, and it's his character development. Mm-hmm. He's literally Nathan Scott. Mm. Oh, which is why I love them both. Yep. But yeah, that was the end. I mean, we it finishes off with Gina having that look of realization on her face. Yeah, she's realizing she told Jack she wanted somebody that was going to stay around. And obviously, EJ's willing to stay around. I mean, her... Exact words were, the right guy has just got to show up, and EJ literally shows up. Literally showed up. <laughs> but yeah, then we get the recap. We get more We get more production content. We get more of the Seblos fight, and then we get some, some gr- the girls are fighting content with the chocolate story. I don't want to see Jeannie beefing. I do not want them to fight. Before we go into our comments of the episode on Twitter, I would like to discuss the Just for a Podcast bingo card that Ellen made, because it is the funniest thing. (laughs) My favorite thing on it, I liked all of it, but my favorite thing was the no you go. Yeah. (laughs) That was my favorite. So, Ellen made a Just for a Podcast bingo card, so... Y'all can whip this out, see if we have fulfilled any of it uh, this week, which we definitely have. Um, There is discussing Portwell. Lauren makes a musical theater reference. Oh, I definitely did that. (laughs) Andrew Andrew Barth Feldman, our Broadway king. No, you go. He wasn't in it. (laughs) (laughs) Snort laughing. Mazzy! We didn't get any Mazzy in this episode. I, I know. Um, going on a random tangent for two minutes. Defending Olivia with their whole hearts. Matt needs a solo song. Podcast goes for over an hour. 
We're not there yet, <laughs> but we but we will be after we read everybody's stuff. Uh, yep. Calling Ricky stupid. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Ricky's stupid. He makes some questionable decisions sometimes. Yeah. He's um, he's doing better now. At Tim Fetterly. Um, at Tim Fetterly. I still will play pizza shop employee number three. I did, in fact, have a TikTok about the pizza shop kind of blow up a little bit over the past week. It did. So hire me, Tim. I'll Mentioning be number four. Sour at least once. <laughs> Sophia Wiley's acting. I said that from the beginning with her Zoom yep. in the airport. <laughs> Fangirling yeah. over Maddie Blue Eyes, check. That's a good one. <laughs> and EJ needs more storylines than just Duke. And then uh, Caroline gosh. Caroline had a really funny response. Caroline said, free spot is mentioning Drew Seeley. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't see that. That's so funny, Caroline. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so funny to me. All righty. So what do we have? Oh, do you want to go over first where you said discuss? Discuss, yeah. Portwell scene? Yeah, so I basically uploaded the Portwell airport scene because I just wanted to hear what everyone thinks about them because I just, there's like so many mixed reviews on Twitter. Let's see. Lore, aka at Gold Rush Rodrigo, said soulmates. They are not a plot device. They're clearly writing through a romance and it's so well paced because it's been developing since last season. Portwell 5 ever. I also feel that it's well paced yeah they're not see that i feel like that out of all things is my biggest problem with redland is just how quick everything happened yeah like this and like here, here Nini, we feel it yeah and like nini and ricky last season made sense because they had been together before yeah so we, were, like we were given a, that backstory yeah it wasn't a newfound love for each other it was just them finding their way back to each other but and then that's also why I feel like I love Miss Jen and Mazzy so much, because it's been developing since last season. It's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Ellis, our fave, said, Man, I don't know. I kind of like them, although I get why some people don't. Do I want them canon? I haven't decided yet. That was me <gasps> Deadly for a long class! Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I got really excited. Somebody had a Deadly Class username. I love yes, that show, did. even though it did, in fact, get canceled. It did, but BR Deadly Class said, made clear more than ever their epiphany love. Before it was 100% by EJ's point of view. Now it's Gina's point of view, catching feelings and confirming what's happening. He is the guy. Yeah, we've definitely seen EJ <coughs> kind of chasing over, chasing after her. And Gina realizing the things he is doing are really sweet, but I feel like she's just like accepting it as a sweet gesture. But this was when you really yeah. saw her say, like, oh, the right guy just needs to show up, and when EJ shows up and brings her the granola bar, she's just like, wow, like, somebody really did that for me. And so much is being conveyed through her face, especially with the last clip right before the credits mm -hmm. roll. Darren said, this was the climax uh, the episode was leading to, and it was worth every second. Him leaving prematurely, knowing she'd need a ride home, the granola bar, everything. They work so well together, and when he does hopefully kiss her, it's going to be perfect. Him not for him also not forcing anything is, and then there's like, an okay emoji. That's true. Like he's not forcing yeah. it at all <laughs> in terms of stuff with Nini. I don't think he was forcing anything with Nini, but you could tell he was definitely more. 
in control of the relationship. Yeah. But with and this, he, he's just kind of he's just kind of riding the wave and like yeah. hoping she goes along at some point. Yeah, Ugh, it's just so cute. Let's see. Jocelyn said, "I hope this solidified EJ as the only choice for Gina because she forgot about him for an entire episode, and I wasn't okay with that." <laughs> okay, but not gonna lie, Jack was her relationship with Jack was cute, even though it was fleeting. It was cute. If there was a cute boy flirting with me at the airport, you know. I probably would forget about people, too, because, like I said, when people are in the airport and you know you're never going to see them again, it hits different. And or airports are kind of, like, almost a false reality. Like, you... Yeah. You know not, you're never going to see that yeah. person again. Yeah. Claire said, honestly, the best characters on the show right now and the best ship. They are so adorable, and to see just how far they've come and how they've grown together since, since season one, ugh, I love them so much. And Steph said, love them so much. I feel like they're really good because they've been building the chemistry ever since season one. And Kenna said, you already know. Lesson three. (laughs) Terry said, why no hug? That's honestly the first thing that popped into my mind. Yeah. Um, mm, She had her bags. Well, and also it's just the start of spring break. So they probably just saw each other like two days ago. So Mm -hmm. it's not like they hadn't seen each other in a while. Yeah. Maybe whenever he comes to pick her up from the airport later. (laughs) After spring break is over. (laughs) General Yogi Bear said, hell no, it's either her or Ricky or her and Jack. EJ and her are weird. He's going to college way older than her. But see, it's like what we talked about before. I just, I see that as a valid argument. I just But I also see it as an excuse. I see him going to college as an argument in terms of like... A lot of people Gina loves go away, but I don't mm-hmm. see way older than her. Like, yeah, that's the argument that I don't completely see. agree with. Because, like, if, like, say Gina was one of the older ones in her grade and then EJ was a younger one, mm-hmm. I turned 16 my sophomore year and turned 18 my senior year. But had I had a later birthday in the year, like, Gina could be 16 and EJ could be 17. They could quite literally be, like, a year and a half apart, like, which is not... No. Yeah. It all depends. And even then, like, I don't know. I just don't see two years apart in high school as, like, this massive age difference. It was so common at my high school that it's just... Yeah. It would but, be... But, I mean, I do agree that Jack and her were cute. Yeah, Jack and her were cute. Um, Blink underscore J89 said, The fact that Gina and Nini have the same taste in boys. Don't let Jack and Nini meet. It would be a full circle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, so our other tweet here. We have Caroline said, Anchor won't let me send a voice message, so here's what I would say. Oh. I just realized Ain't Seen Nothing is our first original group song since Something in the Air in 201. Every group song Mm. so far has been a cover. Gaston, the mob song. Oh. Also, I loved your episode last week. I could not stop laughing the entire time. Keep up the good work. (laughs) Everybody. Thanks, Caroline. (laughs) Who who DM'd us? Someone DM'd us on Instagram. I'm going to look it up because it doesn't have anything to do with this episode. It was just made me laugh. Um, it 
was, I want to say, it was uh, Jordan E. Williams said, every time I see him, Ivy saying, he makes me giddy, plays in my head. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, he really does. He makes me I mean, he does. I I, trust. I know. (laughs) Same. Let's see. Claire said, OMG, this episode was everything. When Gina said the right guy just needs to show up and then EJ shows up. I need me an EJ in my life. Same. Like, where can I find me one? Also, Josh's voice sounded so good this episode. His song had me crying. And Ricky in the Blankets is such a mood. Because I'm out here living in Canada. Oh, no. (laughs) And the group number was so good. Such a bop. And BRB learning the dance right now. Uh, Dynamite underscore TJ said, I loved it because Gina was finally getting the love she deserved, but then it came to an end, which disappointed me. But I was mm-hmm. still happy for her because she got a taste of what she's been missing. True Aww. that. And Kate said, this episode was amazing, especially the Portwell content. Con- well, the Portwell content. They both deserve the world. And Joshua's song, heart emojis, heart eyes emojis. Um, by the way, did you screenshot these? Because these were... I'd actually, Katie sent me them. <laughs> I was like, saved? He looks so good. Is this Katie? Uh, what? This account? Is this Katie? Katie, is this oh. you? <laughs> Katie. <laughs> it literally uh, says Ka- Kate. If Katie... Co- and let it's us a know. new account. <laughs> Not the new account. Oh, TJ also said... T- uh, about the episode tbh it was mediocre i love that gina was getting the love she deserved but it made me sad hearing ricky's song and when gina and jack were parting ways overall it was great lots of romance being thrown around as well i thought this episode was very filler like i enjoyed it but it felt mm-hmm. very much a filler episode mm-hmm. all right on to instagram hold on i think we got a dm do we Yes. Okay. Um, Pumpkin Street DM'd us and said, I want to start off saying that I loved when Ricky called out Lynn for being stupid on opening night. She wasn't completely lame this episode and even recommended therapy for Ricky, which is what he needs more than anything right now. Also Mm. kind of hope he posts a song so Nini hears it. Still want them back together, though. And Ricky in a blanket was such a mood. This episode felt like, oh, you just said this, felt like just a filler episode, but I did like the song and loved Big Red's editing, except for the trash font he used. (laughs) I'm looking forward to the actual production now that we've seen so little of it. Uh, Thank you. Last episode was hilarious. Oh, thank you. And also, Gina and Jack were the cutest together. I would be so sad if I ever saw someone like that again. Oh, if I never saw someone like that again. Yeah, same. And we got a DM from Terry, Terry underscore underscore 23. Terry said, thoughts on episode nine. Not the best of the season, but it definitely a solid episode. Have only seen it once so far, so I might forget stuff. Positives, both numbers. I was surprised how much I enjoyed Ricky's song. Was it just me or did Josh sound different? It's because they actually gave him a song in his range. Yeah, he sounded so good. Uh, I felt like his voice was a bit deeper during some parts. I don't know. The Zoom call song was cheesy as hell, but has been stuck in my head all day, and I've been doing the dance all day as well. See, yeah. See, it's cheesy, but it's catchy. Yeah, and that's where they get you with TikTok. 
Seb's sass was also a highlight. His deadpan, <laughs> Carlos, had me dying. I liked the meta comment from Miss Jen during the beginning of the episode. It was something along the lines of, so grateful for our technology during these dark times. And Nini responds, you mean spring break? I was really happy they tried to develop Lynn's character a bit more and show she actually cares for her son. Jacob Heron's reactions to her scenes are so funny. He dislikes her so much. We love Jacob. <laughs> EJ and Gina scenes are always chef's kiss. This was my first time DMing you guys because I just recently found the podcast, but I'm a diehard Portwell shipper, so all their scenes give me life. Yes! Negatives. Might be unpopular, but I was not a fan of Jack. Maybe I'll change my mind on rewatch, but yeah, his character was just eh. I did not see any chemistry between Gina and him. I'm glad his character is just in one episode. At least I hope he is. Is he? I've been seeing some compl- uh, some conflict on Twitter. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, I think the article with his announcement said he was recurring. I don't know. I honestly think that was the only negative for me. LOL. I'll definitely have to see it again. I thought I read that he was only in one. I saw someone say that he was only in one, but I don't know if it was like a fan or if it was an article somewhere. All right. On Instagram, I'm a simp forever DM'd us and said... It was amazing. Ricky's song blew me away, and then the group song was amazing too. But I felt bad because Ricky wasn't included in it. Oh, I forgot. Oh, we didn't talk about his little wow at the end of watching the video. Yeah, wow. He's like wow. Um, when Gina came to the airport. Oh wait, Ricky looked so cute in the blanket. It made me laugh. When EJ came to the airport to pick Gina up, my portable heart. And when Nini took the necklace off, I felt like craving. I mean, what? I felt like crying. <laughs> Is, I, I guess I'm hungry. <laughs> but yeah, um, I but I like that she took it off and she put it with Ricky's dog tag in her memory box. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a sweet gesture. Yeah, episode Chantel. Nine. Chantel said, episode nine thoughts. Ricky's song made me cry. I actually didn't hate Lynn as much as I thought I would this episode. Gina wearing EJ's sweater was so cute, especially when he came to pick her up at the airport. <gasps> Dude, we didn't mention that. What? How he, when he saw her and uh, was kind of looking the other way until he was like, Has, "Have you seen a Duke sweatshirt anywhere?" Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "He's not even mad about it. He's like no, happy to see the Duke like, sweatshirt." On yeah, him. he's like, "I know you have it." Uh, um, bye. They need to be in-game. The part with Asher, Jack was cute, but EJ is literally right there. But he gave some good advice, and she was able to open up to him, which was really nice. Hopefully, she will not be able to open up. She will now be able to open up to more people like EJ. Seven Carlos fighting was so funny to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> I heard there's a song in the future in a future episode that Ricky helps Carlos write and sing to Seb. I wonder if that's going to be next episode. Also, I think EJ it is. playing with... Based on the preview where Seb's talking about them kind of bickering, I would assume. Also in the t- the <laughs> Target release, the next song, there's a song um, by Frankie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Also, EJ playing with the toys while Ashlyn is talking to Nini is adorable. LOL, he's so cute. Also, I feel like that was just Matt being Matt and not EJ. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> Matty Blue Eyes is so cute. I definitely feel like it was just Matt that did the... Made the decision for the voice. Just her, Hi, Nene. Let's see. Sarah said, It was a really fun episode. I'm glad Ricky is finally talking to someone. Also, is it just me? Or when Gina said she has an older brother, my mind went straight to the Twitter interaction that Jordan Fisher and Tim had. Because, like, I would love him to be her brother. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all That's know how much we love Jordan. <laughs> That's immediately what I thought of. I was just looking at Dear Evan Hansen tickets like a couple days ago. Oh, we going? I want to. I think all of Jordan's shows are sold out, though. <sighs> Pain. Jake. Got some from Jake. Jake said, firstly, just to clarify, <laughs> after, <laughs> just to clarify after last episode, I do ship Jen Zara, but I was also a huge fan of Miss Jen and Mikey Bowen, so really, I went either way. But I also really liked Seblos, but IDKY for me, Carlos's character is going in a weird direction, especially after this episode. Like, he seems to not be appreciating Seb as much as he should, not to mention he's also taking part in putting him down lately. I mean, the whole Chip not having big scenes thing from last episode. But I'm hoping things pick up for them next episode since we're getting a song written by Carlos for Seb. True. Um, okay, so so I was so excited to see Asher and Sophia together again, and I find it so impressive that Gina and Jack had a different dynamic than Buffy and Jonah had. Shows that these characters... Act, uh, shows that these actors have range. Though I do wonder why we're just now learning that Gina apparently has an estranged older brother. IDK, maybe he'll show up in season three. But if he's, like, that much older, I feel like... if it Well, if he's that much older and not around, like, when else would she have brought him up? Yeah, I mean, I have a couple friends who have... Who are, like, the babies of their families. And their older siblings, like... I've never seen them, never, like, I just, just heard them in passing. I was just talking to Callie... I was just FaceTiming Callie yesterday and said something about my sister. And Callie was like, did I know you had a sister? Just because she's so much she's older. older than yeah. me that, like, she doesn't come up in conversation a lot because we're not the same. Yeah, exactly. Jake said, this all being said, I clearly see that Portwell will most likely get together by the end of the season. And honestly, given this episode, I wouldn't <coughs> hate it now. <laughs> Gina's little whirlwind romance thing with Jack really opened her eyes on EJ possibly being the best match for her right now, and if Portwell does get together in the finale, then I'll be most interested into how season three addresses and explores their relationship. Also, I liked Jack and Gina in the sense that it's basically what we all dream of happening to us when we go on a vacation or something. Exactly. We have a romance with someone who we'll most likely never see again. Exactly. Oh my god, Jake, Jake is in our minds. <laughs> Ricky's storyline was really good this episode. I still can't believe that Lynn was, like, actually trying to be a good parent. (laughs) I think she really got through to Ricky in the sense that, for now, him and Nini just don't work together and that he needs to move on and see what he really wants for himself. And OMG, that song he ends up writing had me in tears. It kind of gave me early Shawn Mendes vibes, but maybe that's just me. Seriously, though, I can't wait for what's... uh, what this new era of Ricky has in store for us, and hopefully this will help him focus on the show more and he can pull a good beast perform beast performance also seriously what is up with north high a whole <laughs> smear campaign video like why because isn't a judge coming to see their performances so why make things for the public it's not like the Menkees are based on audience size or anything lily is truly unhinged at this point and honestly i expect her to be full natalie portman and black swan by the end of this season because of how much she's obsessed with beating east high at this point Finally, as for the preview for next week, one, OMG, our queen Natalie is back. Yes! Finally. Miss Natalie Bagley. And two, I really hope Nini doesn't make a big deal out of the chocolates thing because it was a misunderstanding and her and Ricky aren't even dating anymore. IDK, I'm just not here for the unnecessary drama with only three episodes left. And, and I'm ready for the Nina, uh, Nini and Gina friendship era. Agreed. I just, I hope they just showed us that to stir up some drama 
But it's not going to be anything. Nina and Gina. Besties. Let's see. Caroline said... Okay, first. Oh my goodness, the casual cousin content we got this week was Chef's Kiss. We got to see them as the adorable cousins who grew up together, and it's so obvious how close they are. Someone get me a home video of six-year-old EJ and four-year-old Ashlyn playing sock puppets, please. Please. I would melt into the floor. That was the cutest thing ever when uh, Nini and Ash were going to run over the song, and Nini was like, has EJ heard it yet? And Ashlyn was like, he just left. Maybe it's nap time. (laughs) I also liked uh, when, um, when... Nini answered the call, and Ashlyn was like, EJ, like, stop. (laughs) She was so, like, maternal there. Okay, Caroline also said, am I heartless? Because I literally didn't care about the Ricky plot this week. Like, all I could think whenever he was on screen was, why does the room look like a Pottery Barn ad? Yeah, we got... (laughs) It did. Yeah, we got a good song out of it, but I could care less about his plot this week. At one point, I audibly went, I don't care about this. Why is his room so blue? (laughs) It's Um, very vibrant. Yeah. Very, very bright. Yeah. You know that EJ and Ashlyn were being each other's hype person when filming their parts to the video. Everyone needs a Caswell hype buddy. Why do I have the entire Zoom call memorized? The one where Sebi goes death glares and goes Carlos. I maybe already have a video of me creating it. Um, post it. <laughs> if you were to ask me my opinions about Ain't See Nothing, all you need to know is I work six hours, had a three-hour rehearsal on Friday, and still learned the dance in one day. And I'm genuinely shocked Gina didn't know Jack because girl has lived everywhere. I did enjoy their storyline, though. And there's an episode 10 question from Caroline. There's a frame in one of the new trailers that shows Ashlyn in a wrist brace. (gasps) What? I did not see that. The fact that we still don't know what or who hurt my favorite girl is stressing me out. Someone give me answers, and why was my reaction to the episode 10 sneak peek pictures? Oh, so the leads, Ash and Ricky, are finally going to interact. I didn't see that. She has a wrist brace. Um, is that going to be the recast? Okay, speaking of the recast, another thing I was thinking was that somehow North High and East High are going to have to, like, mold together. I don't know. That just came to mind as we were talking about this. That's another I don't know version. how that would work. Me neither, but that just came to mind. Especially after seeing those costumes. Karen, HSMTMTS addict, said, uh, Let You Go is so good. The words are amazing. I loved it. Also, You Ain't Seen Nothing as a bop. So catchy, and the dance is so cute. I wish Ricky would join, though. It feels like he was left out. He was going through some stuff. He was taking his time. I love how Ricky and his mom are building their relationship again. I mean, I never liked Lynn because she did awful things, lol, but you can tell Ricky <laughs> means a lot to her in the opposite way. Also, I think it's so important that Ricky realized what his mom told him at the end of season one, that not all couples will stay together. Uh, mom, do you want to hear something? Killed me. Same. Oh, and the uh, <laughs> reuniting of Jonah and Buffy. I died. So cute. Love that. And I feel like Gina knew exactly that they couldn't be together. But Jack made her realize that she feels more for EJ than she thought. And EJ is the cutest thing. I ship Portwell so bad. I hope Rini will get together even though they broke up for a solid reason. They didn't do good to each other and didn't bring the best out of each other as they should. But maybe they'll figure out that love for each other is more important. Work on themselves. I hope. Ha ha ha. And also, I love how North High did a diss video, and East High were like, you went low, we go high. That's the vibe. True that. Take the high road. Let's see. Hannah said, 
Okay, I just rewatched the episode, and here are my thoughts in no particular order. The use of Zim and Ain't See Nothing just feels very spring of 2020. I wonder if episodes 1 through 8 had already been written, and this was their first not-yet-written chance to make some pandemic references. The song was super cute, though, and actually felt like they could have written and produced it. Oh, that's a good point. It did feel very much like that. Like, like they a were the high ones. schooler. Yeah. yeah. Also glad the cast got to rehearse together. Also, with Ricky not included in the group number, is that when Josh was in the hospital? Um, I don't think so. It wasn't that, like, after they finished rapping? I thought it was right around when Driver's License came out, which was when the last episode was filmed, so that could have been why. Maybe, yeah. I'm glad Ricky spent time with his mom. I laughed when he said, my friends think it sucks that you brought Todd to the show. Made me think that his friends were the fans complaining about Lynn sucking. <laughs> Reminded me of Glee when Brady referenced Britannia shippers wanting her and Santana together. Not sure if... Yes, we watched Glee. No, don't worry. We watched, <laughs> we watched Glee. Really interested to see how the Seblos drama slash angst is resolved. I really hope they don't break up, and I don't think they will. I hope we get a reference to the flower pot for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, I hope they bring that up. Love that Seb's cow is officially milky white. Makes so much sense for him. And last but certainly not least, Gina and EJ. I honestly really like the airport dude, and I want to know more about Gina's brother, but Gina wearing the sweatshirt and EJ showing up are just too cute. I ship it. Um, and one last thing, the video that North High makes about East High reminds me so much of the negative Congressional Race ad from uh, Season 3, Episode 7 of Glee. It's when Sue, let's see, is it Santana's campaign? I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's, yeah, it's when, um, yeah, Santana's outed. And then Santana has, like, that meeting with, like, Sue and Will. Wow. Now I want to watch Glee. Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> so Kenna sent us a theory. Kenna said, hey, besties, I have a theory. Okay, picture this. It's opening night, and we're witnessing East High's Act 2. Ashlyn and Ricky begin singing something there on stage, and then the camera cuts to backstage, and we can still hear them singing out there. But there are shots of Gina looking at EJ while Ash is singing and Gina looking at EJ while Ricky is singing, giving very much just for a moment vibes from season one. Oh, Gina looking at EJ while Ashlyn's singing and EJ looking at Gina while Ricky's singing. Stop. If that happens, I will be literally calling Kenna. (laughs) I will be Instagram calling her. Okay. Um, Ken also said, I really like the Jack and Gina dynamic. I think he served the perfect purpose of making her realize EJ is her man. I agree. Oh, she also said, hashtag justice for Natalie Bagley because Gurley has been MIA since auditions, but she's making her return next week. I'm just so excited to see her again. Okay, let me go to the post. <clears throat> All right, so we have Madden said, I can't with your Redland slander in the last episode. <laughs> I'm... I love each of the characters individually. It's just a matter of I don't think of Ashlyn Redlin. likes Big Yeah, I just don't think Ashlyn likes Big Red as much as Big Red likes Ashlyn. I know. And I felt so uh, bad after everyone was coming at us. <laughs> oh, with the shirt thing. Yeah. Um when EJ picks up Gina from the airport with the granola bar, I couldn't. Portwell in game. And that's Liz Gomez said EJ acting like a six year old is not my comfort scene. <laughs> Chantel said, Who is Gina's brother? Also, Maddie Jordan Blue. Fisher. Yeah, Jordan Fisher. Also, Maddie Blue Eyes be looking extra good in this episode, and Ricky's song made me cry for the second week in a row. 
HSM TMTS Addicted said the Portwell scenes in this episode were everything from the way she smiled after their FaceTime to wearing the Duke jumper. When he showed up and brought her a granola bar, I love them together. They're the cutest. But, oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about her little smile after the FaceTime. And then she gets caught with yeah. the camera. Uh, at the Brie Marie said Jack and Gina were so cute, but honestly, when EJ showed up to the airport to pick Gina up, I literally shed a tear out of joy. So happy that Gina is getting the appreciation she deserves. Felt so sad for Ricky, but the song was beautiful. I really enjoyed every bit of this episode. It was so fun, and You Ain't Seen Nothing is a catchiest song ever. Anthony Ant Knowledge said, I'm kind of over the relationship angles now. Does everyone have to be paired up? This season has been missing a lot of the fun that made season one so awesome. Just my thoughts, LOL. Also, I can't wait to see what happens with Nina and Gina next week. Thanks, Ashlyn. LOL. (laughs) Okay, but I also understand that because... I understand both sides. There is a lot of relationship, but also it's high school. I feel like that's yeah common with high school shows. Um, let's see. Unofficial Veronica said, There are so many things I have to say about this episode that I physically can't articulate into words. Gina wearing the Duke hoodie. EJ bringing her a granola bar when at the beginning of the ep. That's why she, what she was looking for. Gina's French accent. accent. Nini taking the necklace off. Seblo's tension. Ricky Song and his mom. Gina saying that the right guy has to show up and stick around. And then EJ showing up to take her home. I can't wait another week to see what happens next. And I also may or may have not. I also may or may not have learned the choreography to Ain't Seen Nothing. Just for a HSMTMTS said, so when Jack is like to Gina, is that your boyfriend's when he's talking about the Duke? jacket i'm like sir what because gina is amazing she is a badass boss bitch who can get into duke like she is badass and why would it not be hers also i know that it was his like seeing if she's single oh if it was him seeing if she's single oh yeah better ways that's a good point maybe they had like talked about age and he knew she wasn't in In college college yet true yeah because she can get into duke period all right Ballet Hearts, a.k.a. Eva, said, starting things off, I got way too excited to see EJ doing the recap. Me too. I squealed in my bed at 8 in the morning. Miss Jen on Zoom is literally all of my teachers up until like November of last year. (laughs) Also, if Zoom meetings were this good quality, I might have actually paid attention in algebra this year. (laughs) That's so funny. Seb is so precious, and honestly, his voice could put me to sleep. It's literally so soothing. Whoever put Matt in a tank top deserves a raise, period. <laughs> period. I'm kind of wondering that if Ashley's... That was so funny because it makes me think of that video Matt posted from behind the scenes where Sophia had his phone and she was like, look at you and your little tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Eva also said, I'm kind of wondering if Ashley's parents have a good bit of money too because they seem to be gone a lot. And since EJ's dad is rich, it makes me curious. Is, aren't, isn't she well off i thought she was i would assume yeah ej's reaction to big red's what's up was so cute oh yeah i forgot to talk about that (laughs) if opening night is only three weeks away and in the last episode they hadn't even started blocking the second act it would be a miracle if they can pull this off i also haven't mentioned how much i love gina's hair in this episode the rushing Mm -hmm. to get off the meeting was so accurate (laughs) when they all said not it they're like bye (laughs) they dipped Gina's French accent killed me. It's cute that Gina has taken to calling EJ Ege because it's a nickname only his family uses. And Wait, that is cute. 
Stop. Nobody else calls him Ege. I And I don't like Ege, but I like when Gina says Ege. Yeah, it's okay <laughs> when she says it. Maddie Blue Eyes with Painted Nails owns my heart. We finally get a bit of Gina... Uh, Matt pers- Cornette in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Matt Cornette and Zombies <laughs> Painted Nails. <laughs> oh, t-shirt. Um, we finally get a bit of Gina perspective on Portwell, and it was so cute when she glanced at the camera and dropped her I'm in love smile after the FaceTime call. Oh, Jack shirt is giving me Sully vibes from Monsters, Inc. Oh my god, kinda. That's funny. How did I know Lynn would go blonde? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Ricky being a blanket burrito is me after I finish watching every episode right before I scroll through Tumblr for two hours. Andy Mac reunion. If I found out my kid had just gone through a breakup, I would bring him Oreos, not plantains. <laughs> I, just, I just realized Nini didn't take off her necklace until halfway through the episode. The at least I didn't steal grandma's Pomeranian and hold it for ransom is now my go-to combat comeback for every situation. Um, Courtney is a whole mood. I had to pause the episode to look up what a butterfly's face. Oh, ew, don't. <laughs> yeah, do not do that. Are they setting up a Portwell kiss at the end of the season or next season by saying Gina's never been kissed? She's 100%. literally. Yeah, it's definitely by the end of this season. She's literally the only kid with a sibling on the whole show. Everyone seems to be an only child. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, not that I know of. What the heck kind of answer is that, Gina? Like, if you didn't have a crush on him, you would just say no or it's actually my friends. True. Why does Ricky's room in Chicago have so many candles? Like, does his mom have a business on the side, or is she just obsessed with Yankee Candle? <laughs> <laughs> Therapy. Thank you, Lynn. Ricky, listen to your mom. She's got a point. Six-year-old EJ is my precious baby, and I will protect him at all costs until the day I die. Yes, EJ's biceps. <laughs> I'm kind of excited for this Ricky piano ballad. The video editing is cringy, but in a good way. I agree. I thought it was very theater. Um, if Jack was in more than one more episode and EJ wasn't an option, I would pick him over for Gina over Ricky. Ricky's song is so good. I'm happy Josh isn't being forced to sing out of his range now. That's what Mm -hmm. you said. Ricky is so much more likable when he's not dating Nini. As much as I loved Rini in season one, I'm just going to say it. I'm glad he's reconnecting with his mom. He really needed it. And I'm glad he seems to be getting help. (laughs) She, She called EJ picking Gina up. And the little smile when he sees her in the Duke hoodie. The fact that she didn't ask and he just did it because he cares and didn't want her to Uber. And the granola bar. And see, he took her luggage. What a gentleman. Portwell Nation (laughs) rise. And lastly, excuse me while I go to cry for an hour because EJ Caswell isn't my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. That's what I did. Yep, me too. This one especially. All good. Um, Mads, our favorite said Gina is the main character of the show and has all the boys after her as she should I absolutely loved this episode it was giving rom-com with the airport love story Mm -hmm. with Jack and Gina yep I thought they were really cute for this episode I don't see a reason for him to come back though I wouldn't be against it if they were to bring him back because his character was interesting and had depth and potential but I don't see it happening unless it's next season or a season two cliffhanger don't feel the Portwell chemistry at all, and it's kind of embarrassing for Jack and Gina's chemistry to outsell them in one episode, but that's just me. Gina and EJ have great moments that should be cute, but just aren't to me because they aren't backed with romantic chemistry. They Jack Imagine, and Gina th- did have 
really, really good chemistry. They had good chemistry. Mads, I think we've established that you do not feel the port, <laughs> feel the port well energy. Um, Ricky's storyline is back on track, and we love to see it. Nini was a huge hindrance to his growth and character development, and so was Ricky to Nini. They're better apart. Let You Go is my absolute favorite song from the entire Ooh. series. Yes, that includes All I Want, Wondering, and The Rose Song, and I love it more than anything else the show has ever done. Loved all the scenes with his mom, even though I still hate her. I love watching this dynamic and want Ricky and his mom to repair their relationship. Lynn, Loki, a better parent than Mike right now. <laughs> oh my god, true though. Kinda though. Yeah, where's Mike? Why in the world did we not see Howie and Courtney this episode they were a cliffhanger of the last episode and all we get is a cryptic mention yeah that's not gonna cut it for me mm. and Nini's judgmental tone with Court was not needed yeah yeah like Nini you went back to Ricky mm-hmm. after you all fought so mm-hmm. don't judge Courtney this zoom thing was a little much and I have to wonder if it was written before or after the pandemic North after. High doing too much? This is high school <laughs> drama club. But they kind of write that East High is really behind on rehearsal. Like, we yeah. haven't seen much of them rehearsing at all. But shouldn't that be good for North High? If they saw... Um, East High. Oh, if they saw East High's uh, high school musical, they really shouldn't be threatened. True. Uh, when we see Ricky's phone, I pause to read all his messages. Ashlyn is such a great friend checking on him, but we love to see it. Carlos, OMG, he's brutal. I died laughing. <laughs> and EJ says, someone is worried about you and told me to message you. Um, Gina, only logical answer. Gina and EJ were in contact, and she could have mentioned to EJ, and OMG, my Rena heart is dying. Can't be Ash, because she messaged him herself. Not Nini, because her and EJ, like, never talk, and wouldn't make sense for her to ask her ex to check on her most recent ex for her. Yeah, no. <laughs> also, the show acts like Nini and EJ never happened, and, like, EJ never said he loved Nini. I think we've all forgotten that they dated, including themselves. That's a good he point. Said, he, like, he he said that he said that one thing when he was like which is just one of the many things that like I love about you or something. Mhm. But I yeah, he never said like I love you, I don't think. I don't think so either. Um, but yeah, I also forget that they dated. Also, how come Sophia <laughs> Wiley is the most beautiful, talented, amazing person to ever exist? Like I just want to be her. The whole cast is so talented and I just got to say the casting is perfect, but I can't imagine I can't imagine anyone else. Mhm. Also, hold up, how did I not mention Gina having a brother? He needs to make an appearance in this show is how I win. Because <laughs> no other person can play him but Jordan Fisher. I know that Tim decided to have Gina have an older brother yeah. so he can cast Jordan Fisher. Maybe he shows up as a season two cliffhanger or is included in season three somehow. I just don't see them writing it to be a throwaway line. I fully expect to meet Gina's brother. Yeah, I don't think they would have brought it up if it wasn't necessary. No. Mm-hmm. Um, Mad said, knitted items seem to bring Ricky comfort, and it's everything to me. First Gina's hat, and now this blanket. Rena reference? I think so. There's no such thing as a coincidence. I didn't think of that. I'm in love with Ricky Bowen. Like, I know some people are like, why everyone wants Ricky when EJ's right there? Um, it's me. I'm everyone. (laughs) Because I'd I'd be after Ricky, too. EJ's just not my type. Maddie Blue Eyes, different story. But Ricky, (laughs) a curly brunette boy with issues, a guitar and spin hugs. Where do I sign up? Is he dumb? Yes. Do I care? Absolutely Oh, my God, I love her. (laughs) On a more serious note, I love EJ and his character development, but how is everyone forgetting what he did in his last relationship and how that really was? wasn't that long ago i forgive him and think he's changed slash is still changing but i don't think he needs to be in a relationship right now he said himself that this year was his first valentine's day without a girlfriend um what boy needs to be single right now and learn how to have a meaning for 
a meaningful friendship with girls. Um, they're pulling out romantic plot lines and romantic interests for every damn character on this show, and honestly, yeah. they need to stop. This is more related to the whole season than this particular episode, though it's fitting, lol. Everything <laughs> that's happened this season has either stemmed from a romantic plot line or caused a romantic plot line, or I guess just began a romantic plot line. Think about it. EJ joins AV Club. Boom. EJ suddenly is in love with Gina. Nini's Instagram, that came from the Rose song that she wrote about her romantic relationship. The only thing I can think of that hasn't, okay, as typing the only plot line I thought could be exempt from the rule, I realized it wasn't, because the North <laughs> High rivalry all stemmed from the fact that Miss Jen ran into her ex high school boyfriend. <laughs> oh my god, what? It's the one that started it all. I'm floored. It <laughs> started as a half-serious, half-joking theory-slash-complaint, but now I really think it's true, and I may be an actual genius. JK, don't have confidence. I'm so insecure. LOL. Don't be... <laughs> <laughs> like Ricky, I'm a mess. Okay, now I'm done with parentheses. Inside parentheses, I'm a mess. Okay, sorry to come back to comment this <laughs> oh my God, I love Matt. revelation I've been thinking of. <laughs> they wrote this song and dance number with the sole purpose and hope of it blowing up on TikTok. OMG, that's kind of embarrassing, not gonna lie. But Gina <laughs> killed it, and Court and Ash were really good too. But okay, Nini can't dance. OMG, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> like, it's really bad. Worse than normal. If I were Big Red, I'd edit her out as much as I could. <laughs> She pointed up when the song said low. She did. She did. I noticed oh, that. Oh, no. Not me acting like I can dance and I'm qualified to have an opinion <laughs> on it. I'm so opinionated. I really need to chill. Okay. Matt, she killed me <laughs> with her comments this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, I did notice oh Nini God. did that. And, and I was like, huh? We do not have any voice messages this week. So I think that might be it. I'm excited for next week, and uh, what's today? Tuesday? So we only have to wait a couple days. Yeah. But yeah, in the meantime, hit us up on at Just for a Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Tell us your thoughts about the next episode. Hopefully we didn't do too much Redland slander this episode, so don't come for us. <laughs> As always, this podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcast app where you can record and distribute your podcast anywhere podcasts are heard, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you do so wish, which we do have two new reviews, and I will read those out loud. What? We may... Yeah, we may not have some voice messages, but we got two <clears throat> new reviews. We got a review from <laughs> Dogmaster. It's just titled, Wow, it's five stars. It says, this podcast is amazing. I highly recommend to anyone who likes HSMTMTS or any musical of any kind. Ivy and Lauren are amazing hosts and are so relatable and fun. I recommend their HSMTMTS episodes and their Julie and the Phantoms episodes. They're not afraid to state their opinions, but always take <laughs> others' opinions into consideration. Please listen to this podcast. You will not regret it. Oh my gosh, that's Thank so nice. <laughs> Thank you. And then we have another one from Caroline. I'm not sure which Caroline it is. We've got a couple that message us so this one's from caroline it's titled my comfort podcast it's five stars <laughs> it says this podcast is amazing ivy and lauren are unapologetic about being absolute disney geeks <laughs> very much <so. laughs> yes 
they know they have such good they always have such good notes about whatever they're talking about whether it's a decom or maddie blue eyes and hsmtmts <laughs> whenever i listen i genuinely feel like i'm just talking to my friends about this show we all love so much i'm so happy this podcast showed up in my instagram explore page and keep up the great work girls thank you for giving me a podcast that i can listen to whenever i need some good vibes or just want to have some fun five stars is an understatement oh my god caroline i'm gonna cry right now <laughs> that's so nice so good no i'm literally oh like have some god. tears in my eyes right now oh. <laughs> you guys are too nice to us i know Ugh. i'm gonna cry oh after gosh. we finish this episode <laughs> thank you all Alrighty. Well, another thing you can do on Anchor is leave a voice message. That link is always in the description below. And also in the description below is a link to our merch store. I am going to be making that Maddie Blue Eyes design that uh, Lauren and I just mentioned earlier. So that'll be a pretty quick design for me to throw up there. So we'll look out for that Maddie Blue Eyes design. We're going to have like 10 Maddie Blue Eyes designs by We're going to literally just season. have a Maddie Blue Eyes collection. Collect them all. (laughs) Gotta catch them all, Maddie Blue Eyes t-shirt edition. Ooh. All right. Well, until next week, um, who knows where this podcast is going to go after season two. Who knows if we're actually going to go to Disney with Maddie or not, but we're manifesting, and y'all ain't seen nothing yet, so... (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) so stay tuned for next week everybody bye I can't forget us can't pretend we ain't broken it was good together now I've gotta let you go